Kalkats. Welcome back to another episode of Intoxicated. I'm your host, Kelsey Davies, and I am here with a very special guest. We got Jasmine with Barrier Beyond here. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Jasmine does a lot of paranormal investigations and has had a lot of crazy experiences. How do you want to, I don't know, tell them what you do. Like, you do some spooky um, things like me. Yeah, we basically uh, just go to abandoned haunted locations or haunted locations where you can kind of do a tour and we rent out the place or just anything spooky, anything yeah. scary, haunted, we're there. I love that. It's, I don't know, that's how we met. That's how I've met a lot of people. I feel like I've met like so many awesome people just doing the spooky shit because mm -hmm. we're all just so open-minded and we're just like ready to experience things. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, I have my poncho on, I was feeling like a, I was feeling a poncho today. Like <laughs> I was like, usually I kind of dress up, you know, but I was like, dang, I just kind of want to be in my poncho for this one. It actually looks really cozy. It is very yeah. cozy. I'm kind of like sweating a little bit though. It's like kind of hot. <laughs> it's kind of hot. Um, but Jasmine, what is your intoxicated choice of the night? Um, I'm always just high on life, honestly. We love that. We love that. Being high on life, that's a magical thing to do. Yeah. I am <gasps> high as usual. You like how I timed that? That was so good. I'm just like killing it, guys. I'm doing such a great job. If you guys want to watch this podcast live on YouTube, my YouTube channel is K-E-L-S-I-D-A-V-I-E-S. -E -E and if you want to check out Jasmine and her ghost adventures, you can go Barrier Beyond. I would spell that all right now, but I think you guys got it. It's just basically Barrier Beyond, yeah. how it's spelled. B-A-R-R-I-E-R, -B -B Beyond, B-E-Y-O-N-D. -E <laughs> We're just gonna spell out everything. <laughs> we love that, we love that. It's a queen energy. So I have had the craziest freaking week. I had like a full freaking out-of-body out of experience, experience and I was talking to Jasmine and she's had similar things like that and we'll get into all that but on last week's episode oh my god I can't talk my oh uh, okay last <laughs> last week's episode we ended talking about um the plane crash site that we went to in Japan have you ever gone to Japan no have you heard about the legends there and like the creatures yeah. and the spiritual energy is just something else. Like it is just, I don't know. It's beyond. That's like, wait, oh, wait, beyond. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. There we go. That's it. I meant that one. That's the one I met. Um, <laughs> it is beyond though. Like it is just like, I don't know. Some places have more spiritual energy than others. Like, have you... Have you traveled like a lot or? Yeah, we actually travel kind of um, just around the U.S. Okay. Uh, we've never traveled outside of the U.S. Yet. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> we actually really want to go to Japan. Like that's yes. one of our dreams. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thailand. Oh, my gosh. It is just it's so beautiful, but it's so otherworldly. Like there are so many spirits and just so much energy. Like energy oh my god I can't even finish my word um but in Japan you would just see like shadow people like all the time like there's constant movement which I noticed yeah. you know so that's something interesting because people are so spiritual like they're do you very think spiritual especially um Asians they're very 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 spiritual yeah um I don't know if you've heard of like when they had that huge tsunami I don't know if it was in I don't remember which where it was mm -hmm. but there was a huge tsunami and um after it all happened the spirits that drowned they would roam around because they didn't know they were they oh, were dead wow and that's powerful yeah. so that's like so such a intense way to go too is like just being engulfed just, by this huge mass amount of water that yeah. has so much energy in it and it's like you're tumbled almost and it's like after you're tumbled, it's like, what do you do? It's just like instant. instant. Wow, that is just intense. That's what happened. So with the plane crash, that's what I noticed is 
So we went to the site where this plane crashed. It was all Nippon Air Airways. Drew was like, all nipple airways. I was like, no, Drew, it's all Nippon Airways, okay? We flew all Nippon Airways to this place. Like oh, wow. we, we literally took the same flight that they were supposed to take. So they were supposed to go from uh, Tokyo or I think Sapporo to Tokyo, which is like an hour flight. It's not very far, you know? So they were on their way back and in mid flight, this other plane comes and it crashes into this Boeing, you know, like it was just such a, it was like a little fighter jet. It yeah. was, um, there was like a kid who was 22 years old and he was like practicing it. He was practicing and I guess he just didn't, realized there was an oncoming plane oh, wow. and hit it, but he survived. He parachuted out. He survived, but every single person on that plane, 163 passengers, including crew and everything, died. They all didn't make it. Oh, wow. So there's pictures online of this kid just being charged with involuntary manslaughter. And it's, it's sad because it's like, could you imagine just making one little mistake and you take that many lives? Like to take one life would be a lot, but oh my God, that is just gnarly. It's crazy. It's crazy. I couldn't even imagine like what I would do. Yeah. I don't know. I would literally just die. <laughs> like I would just fall to the floor and that would be it for me. There's no way. But we went to this place, like that's what the tsunami you were talking about reminded me of is like these souls who are so lost and their death was so sudden because a plane crash is like, you are on your way, you're traveling, you're ready to go see family. And then boom, you're gone. It's like, and in midair, you're not even on, on the earth ground yeah. that you're used to. You are in midair. Like it is just so crazy and how many spirits who were just stuck there and just confused and some of them knew that it happened but they were still like didn't know what to do almost it's like they were just it was insane like there was a spirit there and drew freaked out if you guys haven't seen this video it's on my youtube channel everything is caught on video um drew had like this experience where a man came like next to his ear and screamed in his ear. I didn't hear it. So whatever this entity was, it targeted him specifically. I have never seen Drew so scared in his entire life. Wow. Like he had tears in his eyes. I thought we were going to have to like leave. Did you the know? spirit say anything or it just full on yelled? It just screamed. Like he, he was just like, what the hell? It was like the spirit was so angry or it was trying to scare Drew or it was screaming because we had heard a woman screaming in the distance. It almost felt like when I watched the footage back, it almost sounded like she was falling from the sky. Oh, wow. It was loud. And Drew, Drew was like, I thought that was like a screech of a car, that there were no cars that drove by, you know, like it was just so, it was so sad, but so scary at the same time. So maybe this man was like, I don't know. One of the victims. Yeah, like screaming or I don't know. It was super bizarre. And we just had all these crazy. We couldn't make it to the memorial site because the snow was like really deep. It was like I literally sunk into the snow. Like my, <laughs> my entire waist, my legs are gone. I just <laughs> fall. I was like, oh, like I tried to get up there, guys. I really tried. We traveled all that way. But it's like they were spread, like all the bodies were spread in a huge wide area. Oh, so wow. it's like the memorial site was just, you know, in remembrance of them, you know, and I wanted to pay my respects and stuff. And that's why I went there is just to help see if I can help any of the lost souls potentially move on or understand that they have passed, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes you just can't help them. It's just sad. You just can't. They're so lost. But I hope that when I go there and I let them know, like, you're passed on, um, you got to accept that. I hope that they kind of relay that energy that I gave them and maybe eventually move on. It's so unknown. Yeah, definitely. It's That's so, so sad. Yeah, it was really, really sad. But there was just a lot a lot of crazy things that happened. I caught um, a voice on camera too another time. And it was like this, I don't know this man. It was like, hey, like, hey, 
<laughs> like just trying to get our attention. And it was as we were passing a shrine. Oh, wow. Like and, a Japanese shrine. And it had like multiple people like on it or just one specific person? I don't know. We didn't really go up to it, but like it was just like they were all around us. It was like we were magnets for them. Kind of like in the suicide forest. Well, I'm going to drink my Celsius. Um, I have dry mouth. <laughs> Like I have dry mouth. Have you ever been to like, I don't know. Have you ever been to like a shrine or somewhere like, I've, I know you've gone to cemeteries and stuff like that. What's like a crazy cemetery? You know what? Speaking of shrines, I actually did go to a shrine one time, not knowing until, okay, so there's- this- I totally gulped. Oh my God, that was so loud. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, I can I go that. I'm so sorry. It was like right my throat. Okay. Anyways, keep going. So there's this this place in San Pedro. I don't know if you've heard about it. It's called um, Sunken City. Have you ever been there? I've heard about it, but I, I never went there. It is so crazy. It's really? it's very beautiful because the ocean is like right there. And then um, people have like done graffiti and stuff. So yeah. it kind of looks nice. Yeah, you I've know? seen the photos. It's almost like it, people like skateboard there, don't they? they? Do. There's yeah, like yeah. dips and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. So it used to be like this building or something and it sunk because it was too close to the ocean. So now there's just like, oh, it's literally a sunken like That's yeah. interesting. I didn't know that. I thought it was just called that. No. Yeah. So people have actually jumped over on purpose. Oh. Um, people have fallen accidentally but um, I had gone there with a friend because I'd never been there. And so we were just hanging out. And then on our way out, there uh, I had the, um, what did I have on? I think I had the, the one of the apps on, like yeah. I think Necro or something. Mm-hmm. And I was walking ahead of him and then it was saying something. And then it said something along the lines of the shrine that I had passed and didn't see. It was saying words. And then I turned around and I'm like, hey, where's this guy? And then he's standing in front of the shrine. like, And it was a shrine of this like woman or this girl oh, wow. who had just recently passed. Yeah. And then I'm like, what the heck? Because I thought I heard a girl say something. And I turned around and he was standing there looking at it. It was just so bizarre. That's but so weird. that's like the only kind of creepy experience I had with an actual shrine. Yeah. And then I looked at the... Actually, it wasn't Necro. It was Ghost something. One of the apps yeah. that shows you the words. There's a lot of really cool apps yeah. out there. It was one of the apps that shows you what it says. And um, it had these weird words that correlated to like the shrine. Like it said wow. like red hair. And I kid you not, the picture of the girl, she was a redhead. Wow. It was so That's cool. so weird. The thing with yeah. all these, you know how people are like, oh, it's like an app on a phone. It doesn't work. It's like- Or it's fake or you probably mess with it or something. Yeah, like, it's like what? No, it's, <laughs> it's so real. It's really and it's real. like, if you think about it, so I did this whole, I looked up all of the watts of energy and the, the rays and um, all the radio waves and everything. I was looking at all of that. The scientific, scientific, Scientific for the haters. <laughs> Scientific guys. Um, it was literally all of the rays, and it showed radio waves, which were like lower. Then it showed phone waves, like or whatever comes from the phone. You know, it showed those waves, and it was so much more powerful in energy. Phones are radios. They are cameras. They are phones. They are everything. Like. They have so much energy that spirits can utilize mm-hmm. that it's like, why? Like spirits have glitched my phone. I've had instances where my phone is glitched. Lola used to do it all the time. If I didn't ask for her permission to record her, she would glitch my phone. She glitched four other people's phones too. As oh, they wow. tried to take a photo, it swiped, deleted it. Like a photo of her? Yeah. Without asking? Yep. Oh, wow. She got over it, though. She's over it now that she's a queen star social media (laughs) sensation. Jealous of you, Lola. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was just it's so weird because, you know, like these little uh, even the spirit radio, you know, SB7 and stuff like that. Even those, it's like 
their radios. They utilize the radio waves, which are lower in energy than the ones they can use on the phone. Like with Necro, there's like a voice box in there. And sometimes you'll hear things repeat, you know, you'll hear them. And that's like what they use to manipulate it into different words. Sometimes you can hear their voice come through. And a lot of the times, you know, Lola will sound like manly because she's using the box, you know, this, this box that's in there. But we, the amount of things I've got with the freaking Necrophonic app is crazy. Like if you guys want to download it, link is down below in the, in the description. What are your like experiences with it? With Necro? Yeah. Honestly, Necro, we went to the um, the Stanley Hotel in Denver. Yeah. I've been there. I've been there a couple times. Yeah. The Necro came through big time when we were in front of uh, the Stephen King room. Ooh, it yeah. said Stephen. Because <gasps> I, so think, I think we had asked, um, do you know who, who stayed here? And it said Stephen. it's it's come through heavy for us um not too long ago it said sharon like sharon tate oh that's right you went to like the um kind of near where sharon tate's house is but um we we love the necro yeah it's really awesome yeah it's it's like so crazy like every single time i use it it is just different answers. It is so crazy. They will come out with sentences, like full yeah. blown sentences. And you're like, it makes ex- like sense with everything that's happening. And it's just so powerful. And I just, I love it. It's so cool. But there's also like other cool equipment you can use if you guys ever want to like go ghost hunting. Um, Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. There is Ghost Stop is where I get a lot of my, sponsor me, um, <laughs> is where I get I know, a lot. Right? Literally, I like, I buy a lot from you guys. Like, come on. I, I want I... a free, I want a free, um, a flashlight. <laughs> Can I have a flashlight? <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> That's how I feel about um, Ghost Hunters equipment. <gasps> sponsor. I have like all of our equipment <laughs> is probably from them. Yeah. yeah. Ghost hunt ghost hunters equipment? Yeah, I think that's what okay. it's called. Yeah. Maybe I've gotten something on there. I know I've gotten like a lot you can get on Amazon, but there are some devices that are like you can only get it from certain stores, right, you right. know, and there I have this little green green and uh Oh the triangle. Yeah, the triangle. That's from Ghost Stop. Yeah, yeah. The green and uh red triangle and it's so interesting. It's motion censored on each side. I love you can that thing. leave it yeah, you can leave it there and it does nothing, you know. But like I have all these experiences where I'll be talking and it'll literally say green for yes, red for no. And it does it. And it is so cool. I love that thing. It's really cool. It's so cool. And there's like that little teddy bear that you have. Oh, yeah. I got that from Ghost Hunters Equipment, the REM pod bear. 
Yeah. yeah. They have like cute teddy, creepy teddy bear things. And they have all these like really cool things. The REM pod is one of my favorites because oh, they, you know, yeah, I love the REM they pod. They utilize yeah, that. for sure. Um, the, the portal that oh. I have is from Ghost Hunters Equipment. Dude, you got to talk about the portal. That we thing. love the portal. <laughs> Wait. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is, is really, really awesome because it's it's kind of like the necro where it has all these different um frequencies and like you can do the reverb and and all this but and you can connect the sb7 to it or or your phone with the necro on and it'll muffle out the static right and so and it gives them more energy too because that box has a lot of like like it copper takes, and stuff, it takes right? 12 batteries oh damn yeah so i had to buy the rechargeable batteries because i'm like dude this is a <laughs> lot of like batteries. so many fucking batteries but yeah that gives them a lot of power you know so their responses might even be more clear or more their voice exactly like when we used it at the witch house yeah or well we used jade's small one Oh, but yeah, I yeah, have yeah. the bigger one, but we used that at the church, the oh, abandoned yeah, church, yeah, guys. We did, you we have did. to see that video um, on both of the channels. We went to this abandoned church that was so, so haunted and so creepy. A lot of bad happened there. And the that was the first time that we got to use the box, I right. think. Yeah, actually it is. I love the box. It's so cool. I like going with you guys because you guys have <laughs> so many cool things to like for the spirits to play with. Like right. usually I just kind of go in, I tap in with my gifts and you know, I see, I mean, I do use the equipment, but you guys have like, like all this like gnarly equipment that well, is so cool. because we don't have the gifts like you, you have you, know you have I mean? <laughs> you have gifts though a little bit you yeah definitely i definitely do. do for sure but um yeah so the box the portal you can actually hear their true voice like when they were human wow like <sighs> i've heard loved ones their voice Aww. and it's so oh my god that happened yeah. at the witch's house mm -hmm. oh that's so beautiful they're here they're all here no, they're not all demons. <laughs> like right. they're not, it's just not even how it works. That's not how energy is. Like if we had only bad around us, the energy would be awful. Right. Like it'd be shitty. We <laughs> like, would be shitty. Yeah, we would all be shit people. There has to be a balance of energy. There are good spirits out there. It's your soul. Like your consciousness doesn't just go and like become this thing. Like you are your soul. It is, I don't know. It's just all that. But I want, oh, we got to talk about the Kundalini yoga experiences that I we've had. I loved it. Dude. So, okay. Wasn't that amazing? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was like, okay. So if you haven't heard of Kundalini yoga, it's this really, really powerful yoga practice where you go and you do like all these chants and you do breathe heavy breathing, like fire breathing out your nose. And like, everyone's just like, <laughs> like literally everyone's just like breathing. It's so intense. And there's tissues all around the classroom. And I definitely utilized them. I had like, I cried like four times in that class. Like I just released so much. But what's interesting is when I came back I fell asleep and I had this crazy fucking experience. Like it was just, and Jasmine's told me about her experiences too. Like, so it was just so, I don't know, surreal because it's like you, it's not just me, you know, you've had these experiences and, and so many other, so many other people. If you've had one of these experiences, comment below, let us know. I want to know your experience. So when I went, it was like an out of body experience is exactly. the best way to explain yeah. it. Mm -hmm. It's like, there's nothing that prepares you for this experience. Like if you have it yourself, I know my friend, um, Chris, she's had experiences similar, you know, with meditation and within mm -hmm. her dreams, like it's happened, but whatever this meditation did to like my pineal gland or something, that is the best way I can explain it. It's like, it's almost like it opened up. Yeah. Like I, I just call it like I had a spiritual breakthrough. Right. Like it right. like 
opened, like whatever happened, something opened up. And I just started seeing like patterns, like, and it was just like so beautiful, these little patterns and stuff. But it was like my whole body felt like it was vibrating in a way. Like it was so scary and weird, but it was just, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, and since I was little, I would see like, um, you know, like in my dreams, I would have dreams about all these eyes around me and I would always draw it like on my papers, on my homework. Like I would always draw eyes, you know, like I have eyes all over my house. I have eyes tattooed on me. Like I've always just had experiences with seeing all these eyes, you know, and it's so weird and it sounds so crazy, but it's like, when I had this experience, it was like all the eyes were around me and they were just looking into my soul and they were just like giving me just messages in a telepathic way. Yep. And you've, that's exactly what happened to me too. I want to hear like what yours, it was just crazy. It was, it was more like nature for me. Okay. So I was doing a meditation outside and um, I was surrounded by like, you know, trees. It was like a, I guess a park, but yeah. not really with the swing sets. It was just kind of like a picnic area. Yeah. And um, I was doing the meditation and I know I'm going to sound crazy, but I was like speaking with the trees telepathically. I've heard that there are guys, this podcast is for open-minded people. So if you're not open-minded, get the fuck out of here. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay, but I've heard about psychics who can, they talk to trees and like people think it sounds crazy or whatever, but it's like, you you never fucking know. Like you don't know, you know, how do cats communicate with each other telepathically? Right. How do ants do everything with their antennas? They mm-hmm. put their antennas together and they're not speaking, but it's all telepathic and trees and like plants, they... Ah, they have so much like in them that you just don't know about. They're right. li- they're alive. They truly are alive. Why wouldn't they be able to speak to you? Right. And so like, I know the trees weren't moving, you know what I mean? But I was so connected with the trees. You know, I was talking to them telepathically and they were talking to me. And I could just see them just like kind of swaying around. It was so bizarre. Wow. And then the the grass as well. It was just kind of like slowly just swaying and swaying. But they were talking to me and they were like relaying messages. And I was just responding actually in person. I understand. Yes. Like, oh my God. And I I knew they were talking to me and they were giving me, you know, the messages that they wanted to give me. Was it like messages from, you know, a higher power or was it just. Honestly, I feel. It was a combination of both. I feel yeah. like it was the trees speaking for a higher power. Wow. Before. Oh, they're like relaying yeah, the, to yeah. you in, in their earth because they're, you know, on earth. So exactly. it's like, dude, exactly. that's trippy. That's crazy. Yeah. Like in a cool way. Cool, crazy. <laughs> it's not crazy, crazy. <laughs> um, that's so interesting. That's how it was too when I was there. It was like instead it was all these patterns and eyes. Like just like it's so weird because in all these ancient religions you see eyes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I've always had a connection with them and like with the evil eye and everything, like their eyes are very, I don't know. They've been there like in cave drawings and the Egyptians and the eye of Horus and all these eyes. Like it just makes sense to me. Like, I don't know. I, I sound crazy, but it made, it made sense. So when I was like around all this and you know, what's interesting is I looked it up too. And I looked up like meditation leading to seeing, you know, eyes and people had done some artwork of like eyes around them. And like they had these experiences with the eyes too. Like, it's not like I'm the only one. Yeah, I've seen them. You've seen the eyes? No, no, no. I've seen the the artwork. No, I've seen the artwork. Oh, I was like, you've seen them, (laughs) the eyes. (laughs) She's seen them guys. I... I don't even know what to connect the eyes to. Like, I, 
I don't know, like everything has symbolism, you know, in it and like dreams and stuff like that. And it's like the eyes were just watching my every move. It's like they wanted me to know, like, I see you. I see like the all the good. I've, Maybe I it was see. something like, like, you know, higher power just kind of showing you like we're we're watching over you we're protecting you or something like that that's what it felt like like I almost felt intimidated by it I was almost kind of scared because I was like I've I just never experienced something so powerful it was so powerful and it was like I I don't know I felt like I was just floating like it was just so aggressive (laughs) like it was just so weird and I've always had vivid dreams like Mm -hmm. since I was little my dreams have always been so vivid too vivid disturbing vivid like yeah like vivid ass dreams so this experience was like it was vivid, but it was so much more, even more vivid than like anything I've ever experienced like that. Like it was like, I felt infinite and I was getting messages that we are all, we are infinite. Our souls are infinite. We are here on this earth to learn things, to experience things, to give the soul, which is a divine energy to give this soul like more power and more it was just so clear and I was like wow I needed that like and it just let me know you're here you're doing everything that you were sent here to do you are spreading knowledge you're spreading light you're spreading you know like just everything like I'm here to help people I'm here to help heal people I'm here to just I don't know, share my knowledge, I guess, and my experiences. And like, they were like, you are doing exactly what you are meant to be doing. And it just gave me so much relief. And I don't know, it was so crazy. And it's like, I had other dreams like this whole week where I keep going back to that place. Like it's weird, you know, it wasn't just that meditation, whatever happened experience. It was just like, I went back in my sleep. I just fell asleep, you know, didn't do a meditation, nothing. And I went back Mm -hmm. and it's just like, they kept just letting me know you're okay. You're fine. They know I have fucking anxiety. So they're (laughs) like, calm down. You're fine. (laughs) (laughs) And then sometimes once in a while, they'll throw like glimpses of things. Yeah. Right. Future things. Yeah. I saw my baby my future baby. Really? Yeah. I saw her so clearly. And like, I started crying because I felt what I was feeling in that moment. It was like a really intense premonition. I've had those my whole life, all these premonitions of things, but this one was just like, I felt like it was happening. Oh, wow. Yeah. How, how big was the baby? New, it just came out. Like it was like I had just given birth to it and seen it for the first time. And I started crying and Drew was like, are you okay? I was like, I just saw our baby. He was like, not yet. No, I'm not ready. Not yet. It looked like it was in the future, but it was just like, it kind of let me know everything is going to be okay. Is that how you felt too? I've never had like premonitions, but I have gotten glimpses of when I was like meditating and like the experience uh, and the experiences and stuff like that. Wow. That's cool. It's like, they're showing you like, we're, we're keeping an eye on you, but like in a good, a good way, I guess. Yeah. Jeez. This is just, I don't know. And I started looking up in like people without, out of body. I keep saying outer body, (laughs) out of (laughs) outer space. With these experiences, I like kept looking it up because I was just so intrigued. I wanted, I wanted answers because it was so terrifying, but it was so just surreal that I wanted these answers. And there's so many people who have had the same experiences, the same things like the the patterns and the eyes and the messages. And like, even what you were saying, like there's people who have experienced that. I want to know who out there has. You've got to tell us the stories. What's another like experience that you've had that would just like, what's something that just changed your whole 
mind. I don't know. So one of the experiences I had, um, I actually saw like beings, like beings. figures. Oh, you told me about that. Yeah, and it was three, but it wasn't like, it didn't feel like three separate ones. It just felt like three, but they were the same person. So interesting. Because it was like one voice uh-huh. kind of coming through and then relaying. It wasn't like, oh, they're relaying a message from a higher. It was like, that was the higher. Wow. And um, some people say like you have multiple gods that look out for you. You know, right. like a lot of people do believe that. And I don't know. I was I was open to a god You know, like, or there being a godly power. Like, I was very open to it. But after this experience, I was like, there is no other way to explain that power and what that was other than a higher being, like a a god. It was just like that powerful. I mean, I could be, you know, I'm not saying, guys, I met (laughs) I met him, you know, like, (laughs) but like, it, it was just so powerful, you know, maybe there is something way more powerful that you won't experience until like you're there or whatever. But right. it was just like what I would think to be someone that I would worship, you know, someone mm-hmm. that I, I like thought I needed to bow down. And then it came back to me and it let me know, like, you don't need to bow down to me. You don't need to be intimidated by me. You don't need to be scared of me. Like it was just soothing me as I was sleeping. That's exactly how I felt exactly you were scared or I was initially not scared intimidated maybe intimidated because I didn't know what the hell was going on who is this who are who are these people you know what I mean I didn't I couldn't understand but it was just like okay it's like there's no gender either it was just like one voice yeah right yeah and it was like don't worry you're gonna be okay everything is great it was just so soothing you know and it's amazing it's just so hard to explain but i really believe that it was like the highest power right trying to communicate you know yeah for sure and like it's just nice to know like I don't know. It's just nice to know that you're looked after by something so powerful. And it was, I don't know, it was kind of giving me like, um, there was another thing I learned from like, I don't know if it was this experience or it was like a, when I went back in my sleep, like I'm not sure, but there was one instance where like I was sent to the evil eye for protection. Just one? Just one big giant evil eye like with the indigo around it and the two circles and all these intricate, tiny little patterns that like were so, I don't, cool. Like I'm so into art, you know, I'm an artist Mm -hmm. and like, it was just so perfect. Everything was so perfect. And it was this evil eye just kind of breathing. Like it was just letting me know, I got your back. I got you, you know, like, and then I had this like image of, it was kind of like, I don't know. It was kind of like I started getting, you know, negative thoughts because I do have like CPTSD. It was kind of like those thoughts were coming in. And then this power was just like, nope. And it would make them disappear. And then I would feel like fine. Yeah. And then I'd be like, what the fuck? And then it would come back and I'd start getting a kind of mm-hmm. nervous. And Can then I start like, yeah, like I start, I'm like, harder? fuck, like, I don't want to, I don't want to this. I don't want that, you know, like. And then it would just show me, oh, gone, irrelevant. Like how, I felt stupid. I was like, I feel dumb. (laughs) It was just so irrelevant. And it just really changed my whole perspective on everything. Like it was just like, I'm going back. I want to go back to um, that class too. There's like, it's weird because I looked it up and there's classes like right by me that are so close. And I was like, I didn't even know this existed. Like this type of freaking yoga power, whatever this was. (laughs) Meditation brings you there too. People have had crazy experiences while meditating as well. So it's like, there's a lot of different ways to tap into this. If you're wanting to like tap in, you know, 
I don't know. Weed probably helps a little bit. <laughs> oh, maybe. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. I want to go into this article that I found and it's titled seven out of body experiences that changed lives. Number one, after heart surgery 10 years ago, Michael, who is 35 years old, specifically remembers floating above his hospital bed. I've heard that like people see their wow. own bodies laying there. I don't know if I've Maybe I have, but like usually mine are just like, I'm just somewhere else. I'm not even like, I'm, I don't even know where my body is. Like, have you like seen that? No, I've never experienced that. Yeah, I think Drew has. Drew, Drew told me he was like, I like watched myself sleep and I was like, that's weird. Wait, you know what? I think that might've happened to me, but like during a sleep paralysis episode, Ooh, yeah. Where I've I heard saw that. myself and I couldn't wake myself up. That's terrifying. Is that an out-of-body experience? Yeah. That's like you. It's not like a dream. That's like your consciousness kind of wandered off and you're just like trying to come back. And you're, that's creepy. Your body's pushing it out for some reason. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. That's creepy. That's very creepy. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Um. So looking down, he saw the nurses frantically moving around him, calling to grab the paddles. So he's watching himself be resuscitated. Despite the urgency in the room around him, Michael reports feeling exceptionally calm the entire time. He just floated above watching and then suddenly it ended. He woke up in the hospital bed and his dad and girlfriend with his dad and girlfriend sitting beside him. When he relayed the experience to a nurse later, she laughed and said this was a common experience for cardiac patients who flatline. Wow. Okay. Michael never considered himself a religious man, but after this experience, he knows something. there's something in the universe much larger than any of us. That sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's crazy. And that's like watching yourself. You're like dying. Like he was dying. Yeah. But the fact that he said he was so calm about it. Mm-hmm. He was in like this bliss. That's yeah. kind of how I felt too there. It's like I I would start getting anxious, but then I would be so at bliss. Like I felt infinite almost. Mm-hmm. It was like time wasn't even a time thing. Time is irrelevant. Yeah. Time is just so irrelevant. And like our time here on earth is so, so short, like so small. And like, it's like, we need to make, you know, we need to make the most of that. We need to learn our things and improve our soul. Like we're at school, we're learning. Our souls are at school right now. I'm learning as I'm smoking pot. <laughs> I'm smoking pot and I'm learning. <laughs> um, okay, this is number two. So when Margaret, now 38, was a young girl, she remembers repeatedly being able to step away from her body and fly away shortly after falling asleep. So she could like control it in a way. The first few times it happened, she thought it was a dream. She could move through walls without touching them and was actually able to watch her parents in real time. It was then she knew this was no dream. So astral projection? Yeah, like, you know, what's interesting, though, is I've remote viewed uh, many times and my mom didn't believe me. You know, I was like, mom, I remote viewed. So remote viewing is like, I guess it's a psychic thing or something where you you sit here and you go somewhere else and you relay what someone's doing. And the CIA used psychics to spy on other countries with remote viewing. Oh, wow. It is documented. There are two million documents Of the CIA utilizing psychics for, you know, spying on countries and do like things like that. So, yeah, let that process. Okay. Um, But then people are like, oh, psychics aren't real. Dude, the (laughs) government fucking knows. They know. (laughs) I'm all mad. But I, oh, yeah, I like my mom didn't believe me, you know, because I had I was doing it like I was just like me and my old friend, we were just like, I don't know, seeing what I could see. Like we went and checked on someone she knew and like FaceTimed them. They were doing exactly what I said they were doing. Wow. And like my mom didn't believe me. And so my, she was like, okay, tell me what like my parents are doing. 
And I was like, all right, like I'll try, you know, I don't know how to do this. So I went to their house and I saw my grandpa. He was in the back room. He was watching the Hallmark channel or I, I said he was watching TV. I didn't you know, get that specific. But I was like, he's watching the Hallmark channel. I mean, he's, <laughs> I didn't say that. He was watching the, okay. I'm mixing up the story guys, okay. He was watching TV in the back room. <laughs> and my grandma, I saw her, I went in and I saw my grandma walk from the kitchen to her bedroom and she went in front of her vanity. I wasn't sure what she was doing. I was like, she's in front of her vanity and she's like, I don't know if she's putting on jewelry cause that's where she keeps her jewelry, you know? And I just saw her do something by the vanity and then walk back into the kitchen. And then my mom was like, okay, let's call them. Let's see, you know, she was just like testing me. So they called and you know, my grandpa answers, you hear the TV in the back, hello. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just watching the Hallmark channel. And she was like, what, you know, what room are you in? And he was like, why? <laughs> She's like, well, just, just, just answer. And he was like, I'm in the back room. You know, and then she's like, okay, like put mom on the phone. And so gifts run on my grandpa's side, that grandpa. Okay. His mom and his brother had intense gifts like me. Oh, wow. His mom was Native American and his dad's German. So I have that Native, that's where it came from was that side. So he just didn't even, he was just like, all right, they're probably just seeing something, you know. Um, so then... Uh, we asked my grandma what she was doing. She was like, oh, I was in the kitchen making tuna. And then I walked over to my bedroom because I realized I didn't have mayonnaise. So I wrote on my shopping list on my vanity. I wrote mayonnaise and I walked back into the kitchen. Then you guys called. Wow. And my mom shit herself. She was like, what the fuck? <laughs> she was like, no, that's weird. So I've done a lot of like remote viewing. It's like. Is there like a, a method to doing it or you just. I literally sit here and I go there and then I like, it's like, I just you, you go. You think of the person? I think of, yeah, the person or I'll think of like the person will be telling me, you know, go check on someone or whatever. Like, I guess, you know, you're not supposed to do it without the people's permission, I guess, which like, I didn't, I didn't know. I was just like, well, look like what it. I could do. You yeah. know, I, I had no, I didn't know what it was. Like I had no idea. Um, so it's like I, I would describe their whole layout of their house and everything. Like if they mentioned their name, a photo would definitely help, though. It, I don't even know how to. Ex it is just weird. Like, I don't know how to explain it at Have all. Have you ever done it on somebody that you don't know, but you saw the picture? Yes. Like, like, let's say I give you a picture. Hey, go see where this person is. Yeah. Really? Yes. Wow. I haven't done it in so long. I always get nervous because I'm like, what if I'm wrong? But I'm, <laughs> it's always just spot on. This goes back into that girl who was out of her body. The only, okay, wait, let me see. She can move through walls without touching them. She was actually able to watch her parents in real time. It was then she knew this was no dream. The only spooky thing was her dog, nor a normally calm and quiet animal. Her dog would whine whenever Margaret emerged from her body, immediately causing her to return. She stopped having out-of-body experiences after her parents divorced during her freshman year in high school, and it hasn't happened since. That's weird. I think the dog would whine because he couldn't see her spirit anymore because she was traveling. Huh. That kind of sounds... That's weird. Maybe the dog was like, nope. Maybe the dog had power. <laughs> the dog, guys the dog had power he was like nope you're not doing this this is my thing you're not allowed to do it <laughs> I swear cats go like wherever wherever that place is that you go when you like meditate like cats I swear cats go there when they start spazzing out like that's how I felt I was like whoa I literally felt that way um I'll do I want to do one more so Jason, oh, this is titled Jason Induces Out-of-Body Experiences While Meditating. Hmm. Okay. Okay, Jason. Jason, now 28, has experienced stepping out of his body more than once and was able to induce it himself a few times while in deep meditation by visualizing himself as hovering over his body. He describes slipping out of your body like being attached to a spider's thread. 
you're always connected, but aware of a separation. That's how it felt. Yeah. Like, you know, like you're still with your body, but so it's not like you're going to float away, you right. know, like you're not really scared. You're just kind of like, okay, I'll be right back. Right, I'm going to yeah. go run some errands. Um, so where was I? He became interested in meditation because of previous sleep induced out of body experiences. He wanted to determine if those experiences were real or just something in his head. Over time, he's become convinced that they are indeed real. He has since tried to understand what exactly an out-of-body experience is and why they occur. But after speaking with various meditation teachers, none have offered answers that satisfy him. Maybe it's just something that we will never be able to understand. Hmm. And that's the sad part. It's like, we won't understand you know, and that's mm. the frustrating part too. There's like a frustration with it, like having these experiences where it's like you want to tell people, but then it's like people are so closed off that they're like, oh, they're not going to believe you. They're going to think you're nuts or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then it's like scientists cannot explain a lot of outer body experiences. They cannot explain them. They have no words for it. You know, like it's just something that science cannot explain and it's so frustrating because it's like we will not ever we just won't know no you know and it's <laughs> like, also frustrating when you want to explain it to everyone and it's like they're not gonna understand yeah you just can't so it's nice to meet people who have had these experiences like and talk them out and be able to like because I fully believe it you know because mm -hmm. I've experienced it like I my friend Chris is, has had all these experiences I'm gonna have her on this podcast I think she'll you know she's been scared to talk about it all because it's just like who's gonna believe you you know like right. and I hadn't had like these intense experiences back when she would explain them to me like years ago when we first met this was like five years ago she would explain all these out-of-body experiences and stuff and I just never understood it until I started really, really getting into meditation and spirituality and just really practicing it. And it is just profound. It is just like, oh, it, I ha cried for like a, a week straight after my experience. I cried every single day Me of too. just happiness and just like, I felt like everything is going to be okay. And with someone who has chronic anxiety, horrible, awful trauma, it's like so relieving and so nice to have that and to have had experienced that. Definitely agree. You're like, yeah. Yeah. I remember I cried for like three days. Yeah. Because I was just so happy. Yeah. So overwhelmed. And it's beautiful. Yeah. It's just so, so beautiful. I think I want to, I think there's a yoga class on um, Saturday of kundalini you should come i'm like you should down <laughs> <laughs> it's intense um and i'll get into um i'll get more into kundalini yoga in the next oh in the next episode of intoxicated <laughs> thank you guys so much for watching and or listening i hope you guys were taken for a journey on this episode we definitely went for a journey <laughs> that's for sure um tell them again where they can subscribe and um, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's Barrier Beyond Official, I think. Um, or you can um, follow me on Instagram, Jazz Nicole, J A Z period, N I K O L E. Yeah. Yeah, go follow. Make sure you guys give this podcast five stars if you liked it. Yay. Please, even if you didn't thing? like it. Which Yay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. This one's like cute too. So. Yay. Oh, I like that one. Yay. We like five stars. Thank you. We love it. Um, and I will catch you in the next episode. Stay woke, everyone. Mm -hmm.